Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. Father God, we just love you. We praise you. Thank you for your word going forth this morning. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you that your will is going to be done in this service, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that what you want to be done in this service will be done, Lord, that we will receive the word, that we will walk in it, and we will be obedient to you. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. So, um, hey, guys, here's the deal. Um, we've been talking about for a few weeks now, we've been talking about, the, uh, about living for Jesus, okay? We're talking about selling out to Jesus. It's the beginning of the year, and we want to get on that right page. We want to uh, begin to analyze ourselves, see what wickedness may lie within us, see what kind of behaviors are not pleasing to the Lord. Has anybody been thinking about that over the last couple of weeks? You know, what's going on in my life? What, what's going on that's not pleasing to the Lord? What do I have going on that I can give up for the Lord? Amen? Uh, if you haven't been thinking about that, let's go ahead and do that, okay? We're talking about living for the Lord. Amen? That's what we're here for. Amen? Amen. We've been bought with a very, very precious, precious price. So anyways, Romans 7 and verse 18 is where we're going to start today. And today we got to figure out, hey, we got a problem. Everyone know you got a problem? We have a real problem. We have a sin problem. Amen? We do things, we all do things that we know we shouldn't be doing. We hold on to stuff that maybe we've never, ever, ever even allowed the Lord to begin to start to work on in our lives for numbers of reasons. And I'm talking about me. I'm talking about everybody in here. I feel very comfortable saying we all have things that we can give up for the Lord. Amen? So anyways, Romans 7 and verse 18. If you're ready to get into the Lord's Word, go ahead and raise your hand. Oh, good. Good turnout. Okay, here we go. For I know that nothing good dwells in me. What? All God's people said, what? Okay, this is the Apostle Paul. Now listen to what he's saying really close. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. You see, we have, if we're Christians, and this message is for Christians this morning, okay, if you're not saved, we want to take care of that. We want you to accept Jesus Christ today. Amen? Amen. Today is the day of salvation. But this message right here is for Bible-believing folks. Okay, so we have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside us. Amen? That is a good thing. Amen? Everybody agree with that? That is an awesome thing. It's like being branded with a hot iron by, by, by the Lord. That's mine. That's my baby. He's coming with me. Amen? Okay, now look. Our flesh man, there ain't nothing good about it. Amen? That old man, he wants to get in trouble. He wants us as Christians to keep the same old habits we've had for years and years and years. Those things that are not pleasing to the Lord. Amen? That's what the Apostle Paul said. Hey man, without Jesus, ain't nothing good about me. Amen? For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Okay, raise your hands if that makes sense to you. I want to do what's right. I know there's some things I need to work on, but I keep dropping the ball. I do good for a while, then I drop the ball, then I'm back at square one all over again. And a lot of us, probably every single one of us, we have these uh, what we can call strongholds, these areas that we really need to give over to the Lord. Amen? Because here's the deal. Here's the dealio. All God's people said dealio. <laughs> you, we can't do it on our own. We don't have the ability. Amen? Did y'all know that? We don't have the ability to say no to that sin without that power that the Lord Jesus gives us. Amen? 
Now, we can say no to a lot of stuff, but I'm talking about that stuff that either we don't want to get rid of or we've struggled with it and we're in this cycle of sin, repent, sin, repent, sin, repent. Y'all know what I'm talking about with the sin, repent, sin, repent? Man. Okay. Amen. Tell the truth, shame the devil, right? We're in the Lord's house this morning. So we're all on the same page and we can't do it on our own. This is the Apostle Paul. This is a mega, mega, super fired up man for the Most High God. And he's saying it, man. You know what? I don't do what I'm supposed to be doing sometimes. I don't have the ability to say no to sin sometimes. Amen? Now, we know that we cannot do it on our own. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. And see, this is where we have to come to this morning. Number one, I'm not perfect. I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing, things that the Lord is not pleased with. And I need to understand this also, that I can't stop on my own. Amen? Just like the Apostle Paul. But not the ability to carry it out. Verse 19, For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Man, I've been there. We've all been there. Man, you know what? I thought I had this beat. I thought I had this taken care of. But then when that lady pulled out in front of me at the Tom Thumb, there it is again. That flesh man, I, I, I can't believe I busted her window out with my baseball bat. I can't believe it. I thought I was better than that. Now, that's just funny. That's just silly. Um, but here's the deal, man. We get in places like that, man, don't we? We get in places like that. We're like, man, I think I got this whooped. But then you see that person and you realize, man, I, I haven't quite worked on this as, as, as well as I thought I have. Amen. But see, we want to work on all this stuff today. Amen. And we're not going to do it perfectly. Amen. Can we be in agreement in that? We're not going to be perfect people. We've accepted a perfect gift and the Lord God gives us the strength and the ability to live a God-pleasing life. Amen. Okay, so I want you to jump down with me to Romans 7 and verse 24. If you're in Romans 7, okay, it's just a short little jaunt down to Romans 7 and verse 24. Wretched man that I am. This is all the Apostle Paul right here. This is the, the super preacher right here with this awesome ministry, the bishop of all these churches. Okay, and this is what he's saying about his life. Amen. Wretched man that I am. I am so miserable. Amen. Have you ever been in this place? Do you know what I'm talking about? You want to do right. You keep messing up. Amen. And you're like, I'm miserable. I know what to do. I know the right thing. I am a Christian person. And I'm ashamed of this behavior. I'm ashamed of this thought pattern. I'm ashamed of what I have been doing. Amen. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Man, that's powerful right there to hear a mighty man of God like that being so transparent and so open saying, you know what? I need help. And beloved, that's the place we all got to get. I can't do it on my own. I got a problem. Amen. Step number one is always we got to realize I got a problem. I'm doing things that ain't, ain't pleasing to the Lord. Amen. I can't do it on my own. Who's going to help me? Well, you know what? He also goes on to say, thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Because that is our salvation. Amen. That is that that is our not only saving our souls, but he gives us the strength, the teaching, the ability to live that God pleasing life. Amen. Now, um, look right here on your monitors. Second Corinthians chapter seven and verse 10. Now, here's something that that uh, I've definitely lived with, and I'm sure a lot of you have as well. Uh, we figured out by now that there's two different types of sorrow. Amen? Um, are y'all with me? 
There's that godly sorrow, which leads us to repentance. And then there's that worldly sorrow, which is still all about me. Does that make sense? Uh, let me explain it. Um, that worldly sorrow is like, uh, it can be like, man, I, I am sure sorry this is out in the open now. I, I, I am sure sorry that um, this makes me look really bad. See, it's always about me, you know. And that's, that's not going to lead us to any place good. That can leave, lead, lead us to a miserable life, a miserable existence. Amen. But godly sorrow is when we, our heart is convicted and we're at that place where like, this is, this is not pleasing to the Lord. This, this is my creator, my savior, who has promised me so much, who is not a covenant breaking God. He will not break that covenant with me. He loves me so much. This hurts him. Amen. And then it should hurt us. So that's godly sorrow. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's read this verse. 2 Corinthians 7 and verse 10. Coming to you out of the NIV. Godly sorrow brings repentance. That leads to salvation. And that's good right there. Amen? Because when we're at that place where we're that wretched man, we're miserable because of the things we keep doing, you know what? God wants to use that for something awesome. Amen. He wants to use that for something beautiful. Well, how can God take my, my drug addiction or, or my pornography thing and make it something beautiful? Well, God can do all kinds of amazing stuff, but we have to realize I got a problem. I can't do it on my own and I'm going to give it to him. Amen. And then he can use that. I know tons of people, man, that have been through some crazy stuff. A lot of it they call themselves. I'm one of them. You know what I mean? But God uses our experiences, what we've been through to encourage and instruct and be there for other people. Amen. So anyways, listen, godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation. Amen. So <laughs> when I repent, man, I can get out of this hole, man. I can be better than I ever was. Can I get a witness? And leaves no regret. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome when you can look back on a life full of sin. Amen. And, 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 and instead of just feeling so horrible about it, you realize, hey, I've been forgiven of that. Amen. That that person is gone. I'm not that person anymore. Amen. And nobody can bring me under condemnation. Amen. You know what I mean? So that's what we're shooting for. Amen. And we, we want to be repulsed about the sin of the past. We want to stay away from it, but we want the Lord to bring us to that place where we're like, yeah, I did that. I did that, but that really wasn't me. Amen. Does that make sense this morning? Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regrets. But worldly sorrow brings death. Man, you can feel bad about something all day long and that doesn't mean you're truly going to repent of it. You know what I mean? You can feel bad because you got caught or, or whatever. Or even feel bad, you know, that this hurts somebody that you care about. But in the end, you might be cool with it. You know, in the back of your mind, well, I'm, I'm kind of glad I did that. I'm, you know, I got that off my bucket list, something I want to do. And not repent at all. And you know what? You're going to have these areas that the Lord won't be able to work in because you won't give it to Him. You know what I mean? That's going to be a spiritually dead area that won't be bearing any fruit. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 12. Everybody turn to Hebrews 12. You're still bringing your Bibles. Hebrews 12 and verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a crowd, excuse me, cloud. All those people said cloud, man. Cloud. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, think about that for a second, okay? Over the centuries, there are countless people, amen, that have been able to get victory over the same types of sin that you're struggling with. 
You know what I mean? By trusting in the Lord, by putting their faith, their hope, their trust in the Lord, yielding to the Holy Spirit. You see what I'm saying this morning? There's a bunch of people, and just think about it, man. There's a whole slew of them, man, that are encouraging you right now. You can do it. You can do it. I did it. You can do it. We serve the same God. You know what I mean? Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also, like they did, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Now, when I read that, man, that is a really nice picture of what sin feels like, isn't it? When it's kind of taken over, when it's taken over an area in your life. Let me read that again. And I want you to picture your pet sin or, or whatever's going on, these things that you know aren't really God-pleasing. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. I'm, we're in the same boat right here. Amen? Is everybody cool? We cool? Okay. Let us also lay aside, put that sin away. Let us also lay aside every weight. See that picture of sin, how it weighs you down? How when you first started messing around with it, whatever it was, maybe you didn't ask for it. Maybe it just kind of came into your life, whatever. But here it is. Here's this thing. and it's, it's totally not pleasing to God. And you know, because I'm a Christian, you know it's not right. Amen? And it is weighing you down. It is this big, massive weight that is just breaking your back. Amen? Y'all with me? Lay it aside. We can get rid of this. Lay us, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. See that picture right there of almost being strangled by it. Amen. It was fun at first because sin can be joyful, can be exciting, can be fun. Did y'all know that? For a season it can be, and that's how we get hooked. That's how we get addicted. That's how we get in that situation. You know what I mean? But before too long, you don't know how to get out of it. And it's like the octopi. All guys, people said octopi. Is that plural for octopus? Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Now picture the octopus, octopi, whatever you want to call it, strangling you, pulling you down. You can see, you can see the top of the ocean, man. You can see the sunlight, but you can't reach it, man, because you keep getting pulled down and being strangled. That's what sin is like to us, man. I'm a Christian, man. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but you know what? I can't get out of it. I know what I'm supposed to do, but here I am again. I feel so horrible about it. Well, you know what? Let's make sure it's not worldly sorrow but let's let it become godly sorrow, which leads to repentance. Amen? And let us run with endurance. Now, this is good. This is good right here. We're talking about that sin. Let's lay it aside. Let's, let's remember uh, sanctification. That's what the program we're on. We're, we're, distance, we're allowing the Lord to give us some distance between us and that sin. Amen? He's maturing us. Amen? Which clings so closely and let us run with endurance. The race that is set before us. We all got a race, man. You know what I mean? And we got to focus on that prize. Focus on, on what's been done for you. Focus on where we're going. Amen? Endure. Christians, we endure. Amen? Sometimes we fall down. Sometimes we sit on the side and we, we are getting caught up in all kinds of rubbish or whatever. But you know what? When we come to our senses like that prodigal son, when we listen to the Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying? We come to our senses and we get back up and we get back in the race. Amen? Okay, let's endure till the end because there are some things that God wants us to do. Amen. And Satan does a really good job with the Western Christians, uh, maybe the Eastern ones too, but I only know the Western ones. You know, you know what I'm saying? With, with burdening us down, man, with, with all the cares of the world, all this stuff, man. You know what I mean? Like you can drive through Crestview, you can drive through Milton, and it's like, it's like little Las Vegas. 
like all these bleeping fancy signs. Taco Bell, oh, that sounds delicious. Burger King, oh, I hate Burger King, but that kind of smells good. There's all these things, man, in our lives that can distract us. You know what I'm saying? All these things that will weigh us down. I know you like Burger King. It's okay. Okay. Looking to Jesus, the founder. Okay, hold on, hold on. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Don't give up. You messed up a couple times. Don't give up, man. I know it's hard, but we got a mission. We're on a race. Let's endure to the end. Amen. We may not have started off great, but let's finish great. Amen. Looking to Jesus. Okay, how can I run this race? How can I say no? How can I be what you've called me to be? Looking to Jesus. Amen. Turn your eyes. Everybody, turn your That's what we have to do, man. We have to keep our focus on Jesus and what has been done for us. Amen. Amen. Let's be appreciative. And that's hard to do sometimes, man. Because that sin, whatever it is, it's such a part of us. Amen. Whatever it is, it is deep within us. Amen. And we inherited it from our great, 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 great grandpapa and grandmama. You know what I mean? We were born with a bent. We were born with a problem. Amen. We ju- we're just sinful, selfish folks. Amen. This is a hard word, man. You know, <laughs> I ain't lying. I ain't getting a lot of smiles today. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Keep your eyes on what's been done for you. Remember what's been done at that cross. Amen. And also remember that Jesus is not on that cross anymore. Amen. And we have His Holy Spirit that will give us the strength. Amen. Amen. Now listen, He is the author and the finisher of my faith. He saved you. He didn't save you to leave you by the wayside. Amen. So He's not going to give up on you. Hey, you don't give up. You endure. You keep going, man. You mess up. Repent. Get back going again. And remember, Jesus Christ saved you. I mean, He paid the price. You know what I'm saying? And He will not give up on you. Amen. He's not going to cast you out. He's working on you. Amen. The founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. Okay, we're keeping our eyes on Jesus. And look, Jesus had a race to run while he was on earth, too. And he endured till the end. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. He fulfilled the law. He fulfilled every single prophecy about him. Amen. He was able to say on that cross, it is finished. You know what I'm saying? He had a race. He completed that race. He endured because of the love of the Father and the love that He had for all of us. Amen? Amen. Joy that was set before Him. What do you mean joy that was set before Him? Well, there was a lot of pain, a lot of torment, a lot of agony. But what did He focus on? That end result. What was going to happen? That all humanity uh, could be saved once He laid down His life. You know what I'm saying? So yes, we go through trials, we go through storms, and a lot of it we cause ourselves. Amen? A lot of stuff, we're just... Reaping what we've sowed in some areas. We're going through a lot of stuff where the Lord's just saying, man, why don't you get rid of that, dude? That is strangling you, man. I want to use you in so many areas, but you're still dealing with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Y'all with me? But see, the Lord, Jesus Christ, looked at the other side of that torment and said, this is going to be good. This is a good thing. So understand, even though life is hard and a lot of what we cause ourselves, God's doing something awesome. He's doing something awesome in us, and He wants to do something awesome through us. Can I get a witness? The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So where's Jesus right now? He's seated at the right hand of God. Amen. Because he did what he was supposed to do. Amen. So we're in this race. And you know what? We can begin to really do what we're here for. And we need to uh, separate ourselves from all this rubbish that is weighing us down, that is strangling us. 
Amen? Ephesians 4 and verse 22. This is still the Apostle Paul. Now let's let the Lord search our hearts like King David said. Let's let him look. He already knows. He knows everything we're doing that's not pleasing to him. But we might even be blind to it because, you know, it's been part of us for so long. Amen? Whatever it is. But chances are, if you're like me, you don't have to dig too deep into the recesses of your mind to realize, okay, that this, what I do, is not pleasing to the Lord. This way I'm thinking is pretty negative, and the Lord don't like that. You know what I'm saying? When these things come up, man, we need to give them to the Lord. We need to repent, turn, do an about face. Ephesians 4, verse 22. To put off your old self. There it is again. You used to serve another master. You used to belong to Satan. You were part of that world. Amen? But see, that flesh man, this flesh right here, still wants to do a lot of those things that, that I used to be able to do because I was just serving my master back then and I had a different master. But now I have a, a new master, the one true God. Amen? Y'all with me? So this is what he says, man. Hey, put off your old self. Put off your old self. Stop feeding your flesh, man, dude, which be, which belongs to your former manner of life. Okay. That's the old you, man. Don't be feeding the old man like that. And that's what we do. Let's be honest, man. We feed that flesh, man. We don't hold back, right? And we can be starving our spirit, man. You know, that's why we're doing this all month long, hopefully all year long, but I'll probably stop griping to y'all about it. But um, all month long, man, reading the chapter of the Bible, you know, every single day. And that ain't that hard. You know what I mean? But you read that chapter and you meditate on it. Amen. And before too long, because it'll be hard at first, it really will, because we're not used to allowing that time, because we're busy folks and we want to be productive. And it's hard to get that Bible out sometimes, because as soon as you pull it out, you'll realize, man, I need to go do this. I need to go do that. Well, Read a chapter, you'll never regret it. Amen? And it'll feed you. And before too long, you'll be like, man, I want to read my Bible. Okay, anyways. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Isn't that the truth? That deceitful mess. Oh, God's people said, what a shame. Amen. Verse 23. Put that stuff away. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds. So this is, how, how do I wash my mind? How do I change the way I think? I really have to spend time in the Lord's Word. I really have to spend time um, in some teaching. I really need to get into the Word of God and let it change me. Because it will change you if you give it a chance. The, the Lord God will begin, the Holy Spirit which dwells inside you will begin to speak to you through this Word and show you real fast like, okay, see that right there? You're doing that and you don't need to be doing that. Or, hey, good job, you're doing that. Why don't you do that some more? You see what I'm saying? But we got to get into this word. Amen. We've got to. This is our manual for life. Amen. If you're one of those guys like I am that ain't real bright in the first place and you try and build something without using the manual because you want to impress your wife, you know, and you build it and it's all messed up. And, and anyways, never mind. Having PTSD or whatever. Getting, getting stressed out a bit. We'll talk about that later. 
This is our manual. That's what I'm trying to say. And we got to follow it. Yeah, give him some praise. Woo! Yeah. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, man. Change the way you think. If we change the way we see things, that's going to change our behavior. You know what I mean? Can I get a witness? And to put on the new self. Okay, so let's, let's add this to our little list. Okay, I gotta realize I got a problem. I gotta realize I can't do it on my own. You know what I mean? But I can do it through the most high God. So when I stop this behavior, I gotta replace it with something else. You know that? If you don't replace it with something else, you're gonna keep doing it. You know what I mean? That's why when you go on a diet and you take the delicious, rich, creamy, nougat filled, chocolate glazed, caramel cookies, and you take them away, and then you replace them with some cardboard tasting rubbish. You know what I mean? And after a while, you trick yourself into thinking, oh, this is good. This, is, this isn't horrible. And you're like, hey, you want, a, you want one of my special cookies? And everybody's like, no. No, dude, I do not. Just because you're on a diet, I'm not. I don't have to be. Any old hoop diddly do. Um, well, this is different. Um, we're taking that bad behavior, that God not pleasing behavior, and we, we want to replace it with God's type of behavior. Amen? All right. Okay. Tell the truth. And to put on the new self. Okay? Remember, I'm a new creation in Christ. I do not have to do this stuff all the time. Amen? I don't have to do it. I can give it to the Lord. I can trust in Him. I can focus on what He's done for me. I can get into this Word. Let the Holy Spirit strengthen me. Amen? Because I'm going to feed that Spirit, man. Amen? And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God. Isn't that awesome? You're a new creation in Christ, man. Amen? After the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So let's get rid of this evilness. And let's be honest, when we're, when we're doing things that are not God-pleasing, those are evil things. You know what I mean? You, we might not feel like they are. But see, that's the thing. We have to see sin. And this is hard. This is tough, man. <laughs> we have to see sin the way the Lord sees it, you know. And not as, as something, well, this is how I was raised, or, or this is just who I am, or, man, this is just something I struggle with. But actually begin to see it how the Lord sees it. And you know how that's going to happen? By getting into that Word. I know every weekend it's like a commercial for the Bible. You know what I mean? I, I get it. I understand it. But listen, man, we can go through the whole thing together if you want to. Um, we can do it. I'll start in the beginning. Brother Mike, here we go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. Now we can, what I'm trying to say is, I, I lose my train of thought, but we want to be a good God-pleasing person, right? And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God. We, when people see us, we want to say, man, that dude used to be a hot mess, man. That dude was crazy. I remember seeing him in the gutter throwing up all over himself more than once. But now there's something different about him. You know what I mean? There's something different about That's a walking testimony right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a changed person. And how do they know you're changed? Because you don't have dried pucus all over yourself. Okay? <laughs> new, is that a word? Pucus? It is now. And put off the new self-created octopi. Octopi and pucus. Today at Victory Life Church. And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in the true righteousness and holiness. That's what we're shooting for, man. You won't do it perfectly, but we can do it increasingly. Amen? Amen. Now listen, I want to read this verse right here in closing. But I want your attention. 
Second Peter one and verse three, his divine power. God has more than enough power. Amen. To accomplish what he wants done in our lives. Amen. He has more than enough power to strengthen us. Does that make sense this morning? You cannot do it on your own. You can't. You're going to mess up. You'll do great for a while. Then you're going to mess up. Then you're going to feel bad. Then you're going to go all in. Y'all know what I'm saying? His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Isn't that awesome? Everything we need to live that victorious life over sin, to be more than an overcover, the Lord God has already paid for and will provide for us. Amen. He will strengthen us. He will show us in the Word of God. He will even send that, that prayer partner or that brother. He will do whatever it takes to keep you if we are serious about not getting into this stuff. If we are serious about turning from it, that's in His will. And He will be there for us. Amen. His divine power had granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now listen to this. Through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. He has called us to glory and excellence. He wants us to use us in a big way. But you know what, man? You gotta know Him. You gotta know Him. You gotta see that He's a faithful God. You gotta put your trust in Him. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense this morning? You can't do it on your own. But the more you begin to know Him, the more you're gonna love Him, the more you're gonna be able to obey Him. Amen? Okay, thank you, Jesus, Lord, for strengthening this bunch of folks, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, that we have the desire to do what is right, Lord God. And, and through your help, you will, Lord God, show us these areas that we need to work on that are not pleasing to you, Lord. And we will be obedient to that. We will give it to you. We will lay it down at the foot of the cross, Lord, so we can be that vessel that you want us to be. We will give up these uh, harmful things and replace them with good godly behaviors, Lord, that will be pleasing to you, Lord. Give us the strength, the wisdom, the desire, everything we need. And we love you and praise you. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to victorylifechurchofmilton.com for more. And may God bless you.